This is Judge Dredd. I am the law. You betray the law! You betray the law! You betray the law! We are back. Hello. Welcome to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. Uh, we are here. I'm Andy. And I'm PK. And we are here to, today to review issues four through six of the Judge Dredd case files, uh, specifically the issues six through four of the Progs, uh, released in the 1970s. And when last we were met, we had a couple of interesting issues, the first three issues, where you yeah. get to meet our titular character, Judge Dredd. We, yeah, we meet very few characters, we get, but we get some good world building. Yep, we know what Mega City won. Yeah. We hear about the Atomic Wars. Yeah, they left Earth in ruins. Uh, we know that there's people outside the cities. The Brotherhood and, of Darkness. Yeah, we know. Yeah, and we know there are strange creatures outside the cities. Mm-hmm. And we know Radiation. inside the cities, it's, you know, crime-ridden, it's a huge urban area. Yep. And they have these policemen called judges. Who, who are, are judge, jury, and executioner? Yep. We don't. They haven't said that yet. Oh, they have not. They said haven't that. said that they are the. They are the distributors of law. I know that much. Yeah. Um. So. No. No. Um. The 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 uh, the bite-sized teaser that I gave you last time we left. That's was right. that we are going to start uh, the first page of issue four with uh, was in a jungle setting. That's right. And. Oh, his- Okay. And Judge Dredd's Italian cleaning lady, Maria, is oh, is there no. with him in the jungle. So, w- let's just dive into it, shall we, PK? This would imply that there's an Italy. This is true. <laughs> we haven't really discussed that. Uh, yeah, okay, so, so let's dive right into issue number four. Um, what the fuck so, is happening? So, so, what did I just see? Top to bottom, left to right, let's give it a try. So... Uh, the judges, America's lawmen of the 21st century, have little spare time. Given a few minutes to relax, you would find Judge Dredd in his apartment, reading his law books. <laughs> That's how he relaxes! <laughs> he reads about the law. That's a he literally has a word law! It's just it. a giant book. He's he's reclining in some kind of futuristic type of chair with a giant book that just says the word law. In his full uniform. In his full uniform. This is they how he have, relaxes. This is a little time to relax, but uh law. In the few minutes that he has every day, law. Okay. And he is saying what are South Sea Island palm trees doing in the middle of my apartment? And now in the in the I background, to be fair, that's a valid fucking question. In the background, we see like a gorgeous woman of some kind. Yeah, she's like wearing like a. Uh, it looks like a like bodysuit like, with a big hole where she can see her exposed stomach. Yeah, like kind of like '80s workout clothes. I don't yeah. know. And there's a dude with like a weird helmet of some kind coming out of the bushes in the background. I couldn't tell that was. I thought that was a lady with like r- robot hair. I I, I I honestly can't tell. So moving to the next one, Maria, the judge's Italian cleaning lady, entered. <laughs> That's uh, what they say. I thought you were like. I thought when you said Italian cleaning woman, I thought you were giving me like a synopsis, a shortened down version of her character. No! That, she introduces us <laughs> the Italian cleaning woman. The, uh, I will do her voice if you don't mind. Uh, this is Mr. Kevin O'Neill. Uh, to which this gentleman... I'm uh, a salesman. I'm a salesman from since around Judge, sir. 
With the simple control, you can project your, our dream worlds into your room. To which Judge Judd responds, turn it off. Oh, there's a little ad down here. Yeah. Oh, no, these are credits. That's oh, credits. No worries. Like, oh, it's well done, though. It looks like... <laughs> Uh, uh, looks like salesman's... Con- continuing down, we see Judge Dredd has, like, the salesman up by, like, the scruff of his shirt, like, yeah, he's, he's like, calling him out. lifting him up by the, the, the nape of his neck. Yeah, and the Italian cleaning woman, Maria, is saying, But, Judge, you have a never, you never have enough fun. A younger man like you, he should not work all the time. It's written like that, people. It's written like that. <laughs> a younger man like you, he should not work all the time. Uh, Judge Dredd is saying as he's throwing this, uh, this, uh, salesperson out. Maria, throw this ferret-faced parasite out before I drown you in your <laughs> minestrone. He threatens to drown his cleaning lady in minestrone. Okay. Like, just, just hap- just gently, just, you know. Throw it out before I drown you in pasta. Like, that's a murder. That's a straight murder, right? Like, what the, what is these threats? Oh my god. So we go panning down, we see uh, Maria's like berating the judge over his shoulder. We have a nice little title here. Oh yeah, nice cool big like Judge Dredd in, bo- in big bold letters. Um, you will never enjoy yourself, Judge. All you think about is law, law, law. And Judge Dredd's thinking to <laughs> he himself. He got to think. I could get a robot cleaner for half the price and save all her nagging. Like, why don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Save you money and she wouldn't, like, be inviting ferret-faced parasites in. Uh, and what happened to this really beautiful woman? No, never seen again. I, was she part of the, like, the... Illusion? The, the illusion, the program? I'm, I can the only holograms? assume so It's part of this hologram. Um, <laughs> I also love that he says this out loud. Yeah. He's sitting in his chair reading Law. Yep. And His uh, favorite book, Law. Something happened to his apartment now in the South Sea Island for palm trees and tropics and, and hula girls. And instead of saying, like, what the crap? Or, oh my god, or, huh? It's, what are South Sea Island palm trees doing in the middle of my apartment? How very specific. How he knows exactly what type of trees. <laughs> That's not what someone would say in the first reaction. Uh, so we see Judge then in his chair. Suddenly there's a lot of people surrounding his chair out of nowhere. Yeah. And he says, now what? Is this supposed to be my apartment? This is my apartment. This is supposed to be my apartment. Not a space shuttle station. What? All these people what? around him. He just wants to read law. Yeah. He wants to relax and read he, law. He only, the book. A, he only gets a few minutes a day to relax in full getup. Okay. Uh, and this there's man who's... Uh, I can't really tell him. He, he doesn't seem to be a judge. No, no. He's got some kind of uniform on, though. Uh, but he's saying to Judge Dredd... Judge, there's been a murder on the 200th floor of this apartment block. It's the president of Censor Round. Censor Round? That's as the company that uh, the two-faced weasel. That the, that the, uh, the salesman was there. Uh, Mr. Kevin O'Neill. Um, now, we've only met one person from Censor Round. And there's already been a murder of the president of Censor Round. You'll God. never guess. I wonder who the murderer is. Yeah, I mean... It could be literally anyone. It could be anyone we haven't met or the one person we've met that's related to this. We'll keep going, though, just for for suspense. Uh, On the 200th floor, we see Judge Dredd kind of kneeling over uh, a misshapen lump of some kind. Yeah, he's kneeling over the... uh, Looks to be a dead body. Yep. we can tell. There's a crowd looking around him, and he's saying to him uh, out loud, if you will, I've seen some murder victims, but this this poor sad takes first prize. He's been ripped apart by some kind of monster. Of course, hitting the bold words, I appreciate it. I like that point. Out, so I like the way they say apartment block. Yeah, that kind of cool world building. It implies that 
of pertinent buildings are now the size of city blocks. Yep. Uh, that's, the star scrapers and shit. That's, the star scrapers, that's yep. a nice, subtle way to do some world building. And we see a mega block in 2012 Dread, actually. That's oh, where the yeah, main... we do. That's uh, the, the... Peach trees. Peach trees. Yep. So I don't know if he lives in a mega block, but we might see that at some point in time. I'm assuming it's a star scraper, at least. Uh, panning down, we have over a couple of different uh, interesting uh, panels here. Over the next few days, two other top executives of Sensor Round met strange deaths. Tuesday, in the managing director's rooftop garden, we see a, an older man trimming hedges or watering plants. Yeah, he's like watering plants, trimming them. You want to say what he's... Quick grow, quick grow, quick grow juice to help my begonias grow big and strong. And next we see a giant plant monster coming and strangling him. It's fucking Audrey too. Yeah, it's like this horrible, fine plant monster, like Manian uh, plant, or what's a praying mantis? Not praying mantis, what's the... Man, Venus flytrap. Venus flytrap thing with massive teeth. And then another man uh, who seems to be lazing about in a, or next to a pool, uh, tanning himself. Wednesday, in the private swimming pool of Sensor Round's accountant, suddenly we see really well drawn this art here, honestly. Yeah, yeah I like this tentacle. It's yeah. a nice shading. This tentacle coming out and like wrapping around his neck. No! <laughs> Do you like my little pet? How does it grab you? Ha ha. So, as someone says from off screen, yes, yeah. or from off the panel, we can't see who's saying this, but they apparently have a terrible sense of humor. Um, coming down the page, we see Thursday. It's Thursday now. Yeah, we've time has passed. Judge Dredd was on patrol when P police control to Judge Dredd. Voice print recorded at scene of last murder identified as curator of movie special effects museum. Proceed with arrest. Of course. In the special effects museum are the robot monsters using old movies. Things are beginning to click. Now all coming together. Now you're gonna you're gonna notice a kind of a, a running trend here of despite us being in the future, we have a lot of reasons and excuses to visit things from the past. <laughs> we do. <laughs> there's this, there's uh, the old weaponry from the previous issue with, with their crossbows and rifles. Yep, and the trucks. And the trucks. And they really want to use modern stuff, but have a sci-fi setting. I don't know why, but we're going to we'll keep going with this. So for, just brace yourself I, for this art coming up, okay? I don't hate it, though. I kind of like... Brace yourself for this arc coming oh, up, okay? We're gonna we're getting to we're what getting to something. <laughs> is a monkey. <laughs> so starting off, uh, at the museum, Judge Dredd is standing over a pile or, or like a, a bunch of blood, and you can see like a shark in the background and a pterodactyl. Um, and there's someone in the foreground, a shadowy figure in the foreground. With their back turned towards us, yep. yeah. And Judge Dredd is saying, Blood! These robot monsters did the killing. I gotta find that crazy curator. To which the closer uh, shadow figure says, You ain't got far to look, Judge. And we turn around and, Oh, who could it be but O'Neill? I thought you were a censored around salesman. And we can see him. You remembered. <laughs> hey, it's been like three days. Yeah. You were the only suspect we had because you're the only <laughs> human being we've met. Um, he has his hand on the, the uh, on what appears to be like a giant... Squid. squid. It's a yeah. It's like an octopus. Yeah. A squid. Yeah. You can see its tentacles and its yep. eyes. You can also see a big shadowy, uh, shaggy foreground, the like figure in the background, which you can probably already assume. I can see coming up the bottom of the is page. a monkey. Um, uh, an to ape. which uh, an ape, correct? Uh, this uh, O'Neill responds. 
Only when it suits. Oh, yeah. O'Neill, O'Neill, I thought you were a sensor round salesman. Only when it suits me, Judge. I need an excuse for lugging heavy equipment around to kill the executives of sensor round. Do you like my squid? She's pretty, isn't she? And we <laughs> cut to a really horrifying close-up of his close face. I don't know why. He's got very, like, rat-like teeth that are, yeah, like... Yeah, okay, so the, look at his teeth. You can see like, these very large gums. Yeah, and, like, uh, they come to, like... They narrow out. Like, they don't, they don't come to points, yeah. but his whole mouth kind of narrows out. You if know? that's... They call him a ferret earlier on, too. Ferret-faced. If that's, yeah. like... That's appropriate now. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's appropriate. That's good art and, uh... And good writing, yeah. honestly. Good description. He is literally it, ferret He responds... I hate sensor round. No one asked, but he's going to tell us anyways. I thought you were sensor round salesman. I hate sensor round. <laughs> oh, let me tell you my evil backstory. I hate sensor round because they bring stupid dream worlds into people's apartments. Nobody wanted to see monster movies anymore. And these lovely monsters are left here to rust. Rust! Dude, what? That's <laughs> he, your... feels, he feels bad. That's his motivation? Yeah. He feels bad. For like, animatronics and For shit? the animatronics. So Boy. he got a job selling the thing that's putting him out of business. But then he hated that, so he killed them with animatronics. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a roundabout way of getting there. It's not Batman vs. Superman, but it's there. <laughs> um, so we see the next panel is him, uh, O'Neill, running away towards a, uh, a doorway of some kind, and Judge Dredd pursuing. O'Neill says as he's running, But I'm going to change people's minds. Oh, yes. I'm going to give them a marvelous monster. Hold it, O'Neill, as Judge Dredd chases. And the next <laughs> panel is just... Seconds later, O'Neill had activated a monster gorilla. A marvelous um, monster. Krong! Krong! The greatest <laughs> film monster ever made! I programmed him to smash the sensor on office building into dust! So we have a we giant, have this giant ape named Krong. <laughs> There's a little, 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 little circle panel between the two panels of, of Judge Dredd. Dredd like, huh? Huh? He, like huh? he, he looks so startled. He's like, oh he's shit, God! He looks like he just saw a mouse, basically. Like, oh shit. Um. So we have, they have. So they in old movies apparently they had to make giant robot versions of. Of monsters, because they couldn't... And they were fully functional, not just props. They could be programmed. I mean, was Godzilla out yet? Like, had Godzilla come out yet? Did, there were monster movies without people being in suits, right? I'm, I I'm genuinely curious. Because, like, that's pretty. I okay, feel like... so Judge had not launched 1974. Yep. Okay, when did Godzilla get released? Or even, like, King Kong, because mm. King Kong was like... I, I don't want to say King Kong. When in King Krong, there you, go. you know, we don't want to, you don't want to offend anyone with giant apes named slightly different things. Donkey Krong. I love the, I, as a side note, I really do love kaiju movies. Oh, they're so good. They're, Pacific Rim is a fantastic time. It is. That would be technically cyberpunk? 1954. Okay, Godzilla, so. Like, the original Godzilla and Godzilla vs. King Kong outdate Judge Dredd by over 10 years. So why do they think? That in order to make old-time movies, they had to have giant robot monsters. The famous Godzilla we got here in the States, you know, with Raymond Burr yeah. and stuff like that. That was a little later, 1977. But the, the Japanese Gojira 
and and Godzilla vs. King Kong, and presumably the King Kong movies, about 10 years before Judge Dredd. That's really strange. Yeah. Moving on to our next panel, we have... This fucking monkey. This, this giant ape, ape punching, punching the wall. Just going, like making like an ape-shaped hole through this massive wall. That was we went to one panel oh, earlier. Yeah. Judge Dredd pulls out his gun, and Kong smacks just him aside. Fucking with bats the fucking him. Blade of his like the 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 blade of his finger. Yeah, and uh. Dredd's fine. He gets he, up. <laughs> he's up, and you see this this really honestly kind of terrifying ape creature just ripping cars in half and crushing them. As Judge Dredd in the background is shooting at him and saying, "He's ripping up the roadways. My bullets just bounce off." Gotta get after him. Hops on his lawmaster bike. That's a cool panel. I like him on the back yeah. and you can see him destroy. Oh, you see like a little dude. Oh no, oh, there's like wow, a little a dude. Guy, yeah. There's a little tiny dude getting dropped. Yeah, Krong is way in the background. In the foreground, we have Dredd. <laughs> Gotta get after him. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. Doing the fucking, uh, what's the, the Hellman, Wellman scream? Oh, uh, Wilhelm scream. Wilhelm scream. Ah! Um. um, he's already halfway up the sensor round building, tearing it to bits. I'll take the spiral road to the top. And you can see kind of like a, a, a road wrapping through the air. No supports of any kind yeah. around this building. I can only assume it's like maybe bolts to the building at some point. Uh, but it's just a spiral road that leads to the top of the building. And like he then says that, he says, I'll have to get to the top of the spiral road. I'll have to take the spiral road to the top. Fast! And then fast. it like just shows In him like... Yeah. <laughs> it's like going this part of the road. Kirk. He likes to announce what he's doing. And there are some speed lines. It's not a bad panel. No. But it's just bizarre. So he's next panel is uh, Krong on top of the sensor round building, we can only imagine. Yeah. A giant arm draped over the, the roadway. Yeah, blocking Judge Dredd. And Judge Dredd is firing his bike's cannons at it, saying out loud. My bike's cannon hardly making a him. Marking him. Marking him. There's only the one other way. What what other way would you imagine? Because we're on a page oh, turn here. Okay, well, fucking okay. If we're gonna go by King Kong, then he's gonna have to get in some biplanes and knock him off the building. And uh, you know they're gonna say, "Oh man, he died." And like, no, no, no. Beauty killed the beast. Is that really? Is that what? Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah. King Kong. You know, it's uh, what was it? I can't remember the line, but the, the final line is, "It was Beauty who killed the beast," because you know he was in love with the. Not in love, but he had the, the woman. Yeah. Uh, well, we're getting close to that. Um, go oh, ahead. Go I was ahead. wrong. Go ahead <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> Gotta aim my bike at the gorilla's gullet and pray that it'll explode. <laughs> so. Okay. We, so he's driving. <laughs> <laughs> we see g this giant Krong creature with mouth open screaming at him. And he just jumps off his bike and hopes that it will explode as it, it just catches it him in the mouth. And we see O'Neill. O'Neill looked up as no. Krong is oh, falling. Krong is falling second in the movie. Yep, yep. But we see him. O'Neill is now covered in a giant shadow from below, yeah. and he says, Go ahead. "My beautiful Krong, his head's gone, and he's falling on me. But at least." <gasps> We'll die together! <laughs> Can you give it your best? Oh my god, they're eating her! And now they're gonna eat me! Oh, oh my god! god. Can, you, can you do it in that voice? I'm curious, because I want to hear what it my sounds like. My beautiful crumb! His head's gone! And his falling! On me! <laughs> At least... We'll die together! 
and their last our last image is we see we don't see O'Neill. Oh, we see little parts of O'Neill, like his hand and his and foot. foot sticking out from and screamed for some reason. I never noticed the oh yeah, you must be still alive when I grow I guess a giant mechanical ape falling on you doesn't necessarily mean you're dead. But we have Judge Dredd, hand on his belt, looking down over uh, what I assume can only be the eventual corpse, and um, saying, of, of, of Henry O'Neill, or, yeah, not Henry All O'Neil. your dreams were crushed, O'Neill, but with dreams like yours, who needs nightmares? Yeah. So, that ends issue four. I'm going to put a bookmark in this. Yeah, good idea. And we're going to go... We got some some stuff we got to talk about. Unpack this nonsense that we just read. So, uh, settings and places. We are in Mega City 1 still. Uh Uh, Places involved. Judge Dredd's apartment. A place we will come back to. Uh, We hardly saw his apartment in its normal form, though. No, we only saw it in jungle form, basically. And then with a lot of people in it for some reason. Yeah. Uh, But apparently his door is a revolving door. Um, we know he lives in a 200-story building, most likely a starscraper, mm-hmm. possibly one of those mega blocks, uh, yeah, uh, which they haven't talked about yet. We only know because of the movie. Well, no, they said... A, it's an apartment block. An apartment block. Yeah. Uh, the movie special effects museum, home of robot monsters used in old movies. Do they mean, like, movies after after movies that were... present <laughs> at the time? <laughs> like, were they, were they, like, future movies... But to them, but like past movies to like Judge Future Dredd. Future movies to us, past movies to them. So they weren't movies for us yet. I don't. I don't have a clue. Uh-huh. I don't know where they're getting that information from. It's very confusing. Um, characters introduced. We have Maria, Judge Dredd's Italian cleaning lady, a walking racist stereotype. That's pretty. Who we will get to know much more over the time as Judge Dredd bu- builds his menagerie of like bat supporting characters. Yeah, supporting characters. I'd rather not. He is. She is not the worst by far. She oh. only makes like subtle appearances. The worst oh. is yet to come. You know who I'm talking about. I do know. Yeah, who you're talking we're gonna about. get there. It's coming Judge soon. Dredd. Yeah, we're we're gonna get there because <laughs> I, I I spoiled that for PK when we first talked about this. Um. <laughs> Another character introduced, Mr. Kevin O'Neill, a salesman from Sensor Sound, uh, turned murderous, crazy, rampage dude. He loves old movies to the point of killing. He's mad that CG and holograms have replaced standard effects, so and so he's going to crush them with the yeah. robots, the yeah. animatronics. Yeah, his plan isn't very well thought out, I no. don't think. It's... I don't really, and he confesses it all like that. Yeah, like, it's just, like Judge Dredd didn't even ask him. He was like, "Oh, Neil, what are you doing here?" Let me tell you, Judge Dredd. <laughs> it's like, well, you won't have to look very far to find the criminal that I am. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You could have just not been here, and, and we wouldn't have been able to put it on you. Um, other characters that are introduced are the president, managing director, and accountant of Sensor Sound. Unnamed executives who are killed by the robot, robot monsters within their homes. Not particularly important. They're never given names. No. Um, items slash technology of note. We have robot cleaners mentioned, and that they are cheaper than Maria. <laughs> so we have we have the idea that robots exist. Exist. Like, this is our first hint of robots living, which PK, will become very important. PK and I know that the first 
serial coming up, the first like extended issue running story is the Robot Wars. Yeah, uh, we are both super excited about it. We, we are, we we're are ready to talk about the Robot Wars. Yeah, we um we're ready to talk about the it. The Robot Uprising, fucking Terminator up in here. Yeah. Um, Skynet and shit. I'm. It's. It, I wish it was that good. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. That good. It. I mean, it's gonna be good in other ways, but not that. Not that kind of way. Um, terrible slang slash made up words. We don't really have any in this issue. No. But monsters. We got a handful. We got a giant man eating begonia. We have a giant squid. We have Krong, the greatest film monster ever made. Someone was very heavily opinionated about that. Yeah, this must have been a big King Kong fan. It's again, we get like so many like, oh, it's the creature of the the, the Black Lagoon. The like, black, yeah. it's, we keep referencing older stuff instead of getting new ideas. It's always like, oh, what if we had King Kong, but he's in the future? Like, they really wanted like an issue like, oh, we like King Kong, right? Let's do uh, popular, you know? Tests well. Uh, world building. Judge Dredd never takes a break from his job to have fun and is cool with threatening to kill Maria by drowning her in minestrone. He sure is. Why does he keep her around? She's more expensive than a robot cleaner. And he's willing like he's willing to like or threaten to break the law Listen, of just murdering her. They have a unique relationship, like like um like Batman Alfred, but like more hostile. I, I was gonna say like uh like um fucking what? Sherlock Holmes and his landlady. Okay, okay. It's like he doesn't he doesn't get close to people, so he has to have an antagonistic relationship with everyone in his life. Okay, um, he, he's a jerk with a heart of gold. I don't know about that. Do you think that like do you think that Maria was like a leftover from like mom? Like mom passed, like Mrs. Dread passed away, and Mrs. she just she just <laughs> left. No son, just left Maria there, and now he's like, ah, I can't throw out the street, you know, like. I could be. It could be. Maybe she's assigned by the building. Uh, why not a robot cleaner though? You think that it's cheaper, right? It is, and it doesn't nag. And it doesn't nag, like unlike Maria. Uh, well, maybe robot. Maybe they're not perfect technology. Maybe they're not as good as cleaners. We don't know much about robots yet. It's true. Maybe like a robot cleaner is like very basic AI. Like it tries, to, like a Roomba. It tries to. It tries to vacuum and it gets cat shit all it, over instead. <laughs> I, I feel this is a very specific example. Well, I, I, a video I've seen on the internet, multiple videos I've seen on the internet uh, of Roombas trying to vacuum when they grow a pile of dog shit and just oh, just spray all over shit the, everywhere. Car, the carpet. Fucking, yeah. uh, my, my grandparents got one this Christmas and it was just uh, an hours of entertainment of them just like watching this vacuum go around like, wow guys, this is you should get a dog or something because holy cow. <laughs> So, do you want to go on to... Are you ready to... Do you think we've discussed enough? Do you want to go on to issue five? Uh, I want to just talk about a few things. About, I, I'm a fan of old monster movies. Okay. I'd like to talk about how they didn't build robots. Yeah. In, in they, that definitely, definitely wasn't a thing. No, they, just, they, they couldn't build robots. They programmed to be actors. They were they were costumes or they were giant set pieces. Yeah. Practical effects were... Puppetry. Puppetry. Practical effects were... Fun to look at, but not very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they had they definitely built you know a lot of city sets, um, you know of small size, and had men in costumes running around. Yep, yep. Um, Love very much Godzilla. And they would use like forced perspe perspective shots, and they had just introduced a way to shoot a scene mm -hmm. and then use that film and record film over that to so, give like bigger stuff in the back in the yeah, background. Yeah, so they would shoot a scene like, okay, here's Godzilla in the city in the background. Now we're gonna take that shot and we're gonna 
uh, uh, rotoscope uh, someone in the in the foreground as a you know uh, yeah closer but therefore makes it look like, like the thing in the background's huge kind yes. of thing. I've seen this technology at work before. Yes. Yeah. It okay. Was, it was revolutionary at the time. I mean, we had we had some great films coming. We had Godzilla, the Godzilla series. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm just gonna you know throw that King Kong. We even had like Ultraman. We I'm have familiar with Ultraman. It's no, it's a it's another Japanese uh, okay TV series and movie series about a giant alien. Okay. Um, and, and as time went on, effects got better, but eventually they were. We replaced practical effects with CG. Yeah, we didn't. There was no like in between. We build an entire robot face. Yeah, I mean the best we had was animatronics, which I would say peaked around 1996 with Jurassic Park. Yeah, like you have like that. You have Jaws. It, it, uh, there was a brief period where CG was too expensive. Yeah, there was a, and then we got some very unique looks. Okay, so with the the Jim Henson Studios are probably the best practical effects. That's a good. That's a good. They did point, the Ninja honestly. Turtles movie. All of the Ninja Turtles oh, live action movies. Yeah. Jim Henson uh, Magic Studios, and that was, I saw the, the behind the scenes. That shit was really cool. Yeah. Uh, but we're on to issue five now. I mentioned this on the way over here. Yeah, you were very vague and said it's really good, but not actually good. <laughs> issue five. I want you to read. There's going to be a like a, a a header kind of thing, like a like a like world building thing, you know, narrator. Yeah. And then a person saying a line. There's. I think that. This could be more world building and more like things being introduced in this like two chunks of text than anything we've had so far. This block of text and this in this line have more world building than all four issues to this point. <laughs> I, I think it might be. Well so I mean there hasn't been an amazing amount of world building thus far. True, but we have had four issues worth of it. I want you to take your time, go over and describe um, what you see. I, I need I need your reaction up from this, obviously. Okay, so, there's Chrome. We have Judge Dredd, uh, big title, usual. Okay. <laughs> just don't don't look at that. Okay. Look, look, the no, I'm just looking at the auto, but okay. Okay. So the text, the very the text block. Yeah. In Mega City One, transplant surgery was perfected in people. Could almost live forever. Whoa! <laughs> Keep going. So it was banned. <laughs> what? So, dude, are you fucking me? Keep going. We're not even a quarter of the way. People can live thing. forever. So it was banned. We stopped it. <laughs> Good so thing we stopped doing that. Keep okay. Some lawbreakers, again, that, that, that terminology, mm -hmm. went in for illegal transplant surgery, which explains why this ambulance is being hijacked. Okay, yeah, he seems to be, there's a criminal, a law, I'm sorry, a lawbreaker. Lawbreaker, yeah. Uh, he is, <laughs> is, you know, punching that man across the face. Yep, and he's yelling at the people in this auto medic. <laughs> you can do it. Out of the way. Our boss, Frankenstein 2, wants that body. He makes the original Frankenstein look like a jelly baby. <laughs> I have a couple questions, baby. So, yeah, um, we have the term jelly baby, we have transplant surgery, we have immortality that's just banned because it's immortality. There's Frank he, Frankenstein 
wasn't the monster. Yeah. It was Dr. Victor Frankenstein. You're right. The monster was named Adam. Yep. He had long, greasy hair and gray pallid skin. Okay. And, you know, in the Mary Shelley novel. Yeah. Our boss, Frankenstein 2, number 2, by the way. Yeah. It's not like, not like TWO, but number 2, wants that body. He makes the original Frankenstein look like a jelly baby. The original Frankenstein was the doctor. Maybe it's the doctor who needs it, not the monster. Okay. So, next panel. The ambulance sped away with the hijackers on board. Yeah! Frankenstein, Frankenstein 2 should pay us well for this one! And to which someone is yelling from the background, <laughs> with a raised fist and all. Yeah, they're like shaking their fist at yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, it's the only way to get... As you do like an angry neighbor. Yep. Ghouls! Stealing a dead man? Wait till Judge Dredd catches you. Is Judge Dredd so, like, a, uh, a celebrity in this Mega City 1 that, like, like just random animal drivers are like, Judge Dredd will get him. Is he, like, the fucking Batman? Oh, my God, you're, he is. You're going to find out more about this as time goes on. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> the very next battle. <laughs> Judge Dredd, you were here all the time. You could have stopped them. Young woman. Okay. <laughs> no! It's a young woman. The nurse from the automatic is, like, crying, like, weeping because a body was just stolen in front of her. And she says, Judge Dredd, you were here all the time. You could have stopped them. <laughs> Look at this fucking pose. His pose, only his pose he has. Arms akimbo, hands on his hips. And his only response is, I'm sorry, nurse, but I've got to bust the whole operation. <laughs> Judge Dredd, you were here the entire time. Like, the whole time. You could have stopped them. Well, that one guy who got his face punched, you know, it's, it's a sacrifice Judge Dredd had to make. You were here the entire time. So you stopped them. Am I wrong? I'm in, sorry. <laughs> am I wrong in saying like the the start of this episode is like boom out of the gate world building? We got yeah. so much shit going on. They are they are introducing the evil <laughs> on the world building that they have introduced four issues. Um, it's 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 a organ transplanting and cyber organs are the very it's a very cyberpunk. Not cliche, but a trope. Yeah, yep. Cybernetics and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, um, you know, you think of Deus Ex. Well, okay. Ghost Deus, in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell, cyber brains. Yep. Uh, enhanced organs, muscles, All tissue. kinds of stuff like that. It's So we're getting to that right now. We're getting, we're, we're just is, dabbling in it right now. So this is a very cyberpunk, cyberpunk trope to introduce in a cyberpunk... Um, Universe of Judge yeah. Dredd, yeah. So, so turning our page, I'm excited to see what happens. The way they introduced it, this fucking ham-fisted. His hands are literally fisted hands. <laughs> like, transplant surgery. It was banned. Like, <laughs> by the way, banned. You could live forever. It was banned! <laughs> not, not for any reason. Why? But banned. So our next panel shows... Uh, Judge Dredd astride his just some of this gets like very I think like someone has a very big fetish for motorcycles because there's a lot of really gratuitous motorcycle there shots. There are there's really this is a really I like the shot though. Yeah. He's in the he's in the background, the, the point of the motorcycle being in the foreground. They mention at least two previous times there are cannons on these motorcycles. But you don't see them. And I've yet to see where it is. Yeah, they just kinda shoot. But this is still like the old not the not the design I'm used to used to for the motorcycle. Yeah. Like, I, I know, in my mind, the Judge motorcycle looks similar to this, but the, the giant eagle takes up more, most of the front, mm -hmm. even covering the front, like a, like a wheel flap for the this, front wheel. This just looks like an old roadster, basically. And I don't hate, and it's got a weird spike on the front, too. I don't dislike the design. The eagle's, like, there. The eagle's there. Yeah, but it's tiny. Yeah, it's tiny. Uh, that, I think they cool exhaust, too, so 
Again, decent design. It's not what I think of when I think of a cyberpunk design. Yeah, it's very old tech looking at least. And Judge Dredd is saying, the lawbreakers think no one's on their tail, but the control cameras will show me which way they were heading. And the next panel shows him zooming off into the distance as a young woman, a young lady points towards him, talking to her mother and father. <laughs> Why does the judge never smile, Ma? It's his job, child. It's tough upholding the law in Nega City 1. It's his job, job never to smile. Not to smile. I, I, I do gotta give fucking, um, um, who plays Judge Dredd in Dredd? Oh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban does a, a magnificent job of Scowl. scowling and having so much yep. personality through the lower half of his face. Yep. Yep. Despite having one emotion. Yep. It's fantastic. It's very, it's very much like, um, in, uh, uh, Dark Knight Rises when they have Bane played by... Oh, don't do this to me. I literally... I, earlier, I couldn't think of this. Uh, uh, I couldn't think of this actor's name. It's gonna, it's gonna kill me. So I'm looking it up. I'm doing it. Uh, he's one of my favorite actors. He's in like fucking Lawless. He's in Venom. Venom. Main actor Venom. Tom Hardy. Tom there we go. Hardy. Jesus. God, I feel so stupid. Same right. here, because I, I love seeing him in so many movies. Oh, uh, what's that movie? Was a boxer? Oh, uh, the fighter. No. no. That's... Uh, Tom Hardy actor. Uh, Tom Hardy. He's like, he's, like, he's like an actual person. Uh, it was... Oh, not Warrior, but it was... Uh, wasn't it like that uh, movie? The, the, the Pugilist. Uh, what was that one? The one boxer? Um, same Warrior, but I thought it was... Uh, it's named after... It's a, it's a person. Bronson or something like Bronson. that. Bronson! That's it. Got it. Charles yeah, Bronson. God, we look like such idiots in front of our no fans. Just to edit this out. <laughs> Not editing anything. Okay. Uh, so at control, in the control center. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's a panel with, uh, in the control center, there's a TV uh, monitor with Judge Dredd's face on it. Many monitors, in Many fact. Monitors. Um, control the Judge Dredd. The ambulance was spotted going to the subway. Going to the subway 10. But it never came out again. In bold, italicized. But it never came out again. With the fucking explanation point. But it never came out again. <laughs> that that bathroom has been closed for 40 years. <laughs> Whoa. I hear you, Control. <laughs> now, subsector six, six, it shows here. Have we, we have mentioned that. Yeah, we have. Judge Dredd patrols subsector six. six. That I need was to way back in issue one. I, I want to say something like that. I can double check, but I know that it's been mentioned before. Okay. I'm putting that down. Judge so, Dredd patrols uh, subsector six. Okay, so the terminology subsector seems to imply that there are sectors. Yeah. I wonder. I just wonder about the size of the Mega City One. Uh, pretty big, I'm imagining, but yeah. I don't know what, how big is a sector. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is it just like a fucking city block? Is this all happening on one block? Uh, city blocks are probably huge and like dense, so fucking maybe. So, we're looking back, and we see... <laughs> dude, that pose again! It's, it's, dude, get fucking used to it. If you're not used to it already... Arms get, Kimbo, let's spread wide. Just standing like a beacon. If you don't like, if you don't like it... Okay, look, we're gonna... I'm, I don't do this too often. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna flash you for, like, two seconds. The, the, the beginning, the first panel of the next issue, okay. right? As a, as a thing. Boom. <laughs> that's, that's all you get. That's, that's the what did you, what did you what did the only thing you saw? Only Judge you saw. Dredd standing, arms akimbo, <laughs> legs spread wide. It's like staring out into the middle distance. That's his only pose. They <laughs> okay. love drawing that pose. Yeah, that. that's that's what it is. 
<laughs> There's your Ambulance teaser. Ambulance disappeared here. My guess is a secret entrance to Frankenstein 2's hideout in the wall. Good fucking guess, Dread. Wow. Yeah. He's this particular wall. We don't know how long this subway is, but he just assumes that it's right here, this subway tunnel. <laughs> I, assume, I assume it's gonna be like right here. It, I'm so Yep, do it, do it. Let's see if I'm right. <laughs> it just shoots the wall. <laughs> just blows the fuck up out of the wall. <laughs> I think it's here. Let's see if I'm right. Boom! Says it out loud. No. Can no, you, can you, an orphanage. it's very much like my fucking gunslinger in D&D. Just oh, like, God. let's see if it works. It just blows something up. Um, uh, yeah, those guys sure look like friends of Frankenstein. Not Frankenstein too. Friends of Frankenstein. That's very odd they don't mention the full moniker. It's Judge Dredd. Blast him! And Judge Dredd responds, we, we see where the cannons are coming from oh, beside that yeah. drill earlier. Okay, so yeah, okay. Uh, five unto one, huh? But my bike will even those odds. The judge switched on his bike cannons. So the next panel we have is just a bunch of mooks getting fucking gunned down by Dread, and the art kind of suffers here. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, this is not the best art in the comic I've seen so far. The facial expressions look kind of bland. It's weird. It's simplistic, thick lines. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't know why it's so different out of nowhere. But I will say, I... There was a comic I used to do a long time ago called Gone, and it was just about a dinosaur... It had no, it was famous, well not famous, but it was known for not having any speech roles in it at all. Okay. Um, it was just like a prehistoric time where dinosaur would fight up to like four or five opponents. And it was just a very heavy action comic. And I've always liked that. And so I see this, I think it's kind of a cool seed. I wish I had gone longer with. Mm-hmm. They could, this could have been a cool shootout. But I've always liked, I've always liked Issues which one long fight. Okay. Um, there's a famous um uh God, what was it? It was a Star Wars comic where two force sensitive guys, it's called Crimson Empire. I've got it if people want to read it. Okay. Um Imperial like elite guards were fighting each other and it's really well done. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, it, these guys are getting gunned down. There's no blood yet, no. but there's one guy who's very close, winking at us, going, Ooh! and we have a kind of a pop-out circle here with a text block that says, "Judge dismounted and walked into the hideout." Go ahead. <laughs> this place is like a human cold store, and there's another room beyond. And we see people in like what are bears like cryo tubes, yeah, right? Yeah, fucking like the vault from uh, Fallout Four. Yeah, and we have a guy. Standing over like a, a human being with like a like a uh, drape over it. Yeah, it's got like one of those surgery, uh, uh, you know, fucking not like bandages, M- medical but... blankets kind of yeah. room. And the person saying, "That's another millionaire fixed up." What? Judge Dread? You just blast on the wall. <laughs> to which he found it random. And <laughs> yeah, explosions and the gunfire and the cannons. And what you're surprised when he walks in the room. Judge Dread responds. Frankenstein too, I presume. I'm taking you in. And we see Judge Dredd and him having a discourse here. Dredd, don't be hasty. With my help, you'll live forever. Every time a part of you runs out, I can replace it. You can't bribe a judge. In that case, reaching behind him to an overhead light lever. <laughs> I love 
The lever is so obviously labeled. It's overhead light. This giant lever for it. Like why? And then not a light switch. Like what? Didn't we just use bright light to fight the Brotherhood of Darkness? We did. Like that. Why are we back to using this again? It's like, a it's a trope the guy likes. He likes you know. I mean. Oh God! I would see like old um pilot movies like oh I'm flying with the sun behind me. It's a cool trope and all, but oh. It's a, I'll say this, it's beautiful panel. The panel, it it's beautiful, like this bright, bright, bright ball of light shadowing Dread, casting shadows there's all over like, him. Yeah, and there's like reflections off his helmet and, and it's, uniform. It's a good drawing, it's a good drawing. It's, it's a great panel. But, oh my but god. But it's a weird trope to use <laughs> so Twice. close I, to each other. So, yeah, I, I, and I gotta have you read this next one. Okay. <laughs> we have I, Judge Dread standing wide, gun held high. In the foreground, uh, Frankenstein 2 has a small knife like he's going at Judge Dredd, but Judge Dredd says, But my anti-dazzle visor protects my eyes. I uh, I gave you your chance, Dredd, and now... And now nothing! And he kicks him! Like he's just... Okay, so we see Frankenstein 2, he's lunging at him with a knife raised over his head. Yeah. And he says, I gave you your chance, Judge, and now... And now nothing! <laughs> just, and he fucking boots him. He fucking... Knocks it out one kick. The knife has gone flying. Frankenstein 2 is on the ground. Now, how would you describe this next this next pose that um, Frankenstein has he looks with like... Judge? <laughs> I... I surrender. Okay, I surrender. I surrender. A wise decision. He looks like he's um, casting a wizard spell. I would describe it as like controlling a tall yeah, marionette he's, he's without a, yeah, a marionette. Like his, his hands are crossed above his head, but he's like doing weird finger movements. I, very strange. It's a very strange pose. It's meant to be a pose of surrender, I assume. <laughs> a wise decision. Uh, after handcuffing Frankenstein 2, the judge turned to his patient. It's rich cats like you who kept Frankenstein 2 in business. You are the real villains. He says to the guy pulling like the, the medical like blanket off. Yeah, him. like waking up from surgery, I assume, or uh, like was soon to be surgery. Yeah. Like he just got fixed up. I mean, like, but like when you use that gas on someone, they're not just gonna wake up because you pull a blanket off uh, them. Well, we can get fucking genetic instant genetic surgery nowadays. Oh, so, you're like... right. So who knows how far metal, medical technology has come? Yeah, you can just like press a button and like the ether stops and like, oh hey, what's up? <laughs> how my how are my new lungs and liver? Doing good, doing good. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna live. And this guy, this poor horrified millionaire, is you, looking at him. You look can't arrest me, Judge. Okay, I had a transplant, but what crime did I commit? Oh <laughs> my. We have our first black speech bubble in spikes with white bold writing saying, Receiving stolen goods. And that's the end of the issue. Like, that's a great. That, wow! <laughs> So he's saying that's the crime he committed, and that's why he can arrest him. The implication yeah. here is that they can repossess those goods? So. Meaning they're going to take his organs back? So, the idea here, a couple things we're going to get into for this issue. For issue five, settings and places, Subway 10 slash Frankenstein 2's lair. It's weird that they still have a subway, but we've also seen... Ex we're gonna get into that as well, but yeah, there is subways. Like, what the fuck? And maybe like, all the abandoned subways, which is why there's a crime lab down there. Yep. Subterranean tunnels still used by grounded vehicles, from what, what we're imagining, because it was a road. But we know there are flying vehicles. We know that there are computer-controlled lorries. Yeah, because we know of the the, the the island. Yep. We know 
Devil's Island. The there's, Devil's Island. There's the the <laughs> Devil's Island One Way Express, and there's the uh, the automatic uh, uh, ambulance the we saw. Yeah, the flying ambulance. Uh, characters introduced are Frankenstein Two, a criminal who profited by stealing dead bodies from ambulances in order to harvest the parts of the bodies for medical repairs to his millionaire clientele. So those are the parts that that are being stolen from dead bodies and being put into, into living people. Li- yeah, living rich people who can afford new organs. And I love how mil- uh, we'll, we'll get to that actually. Um, items and technology of note: transplant surgery introduced, outlawed medical practice that allows people to have parts of their body replaced over time, unlocking the key to immortality. That's pretty big, significant world building. Yeah, it's. I assume that the transplant surgery in the future is flawless, because we have transplant surgery now. Yeah. But it doesn't always take. It's interesting. We're not in cybernetics. We're just straight up just cut off a hand and put another hand on and just fucking yeah. staple that shit and you're fine. Um, very much the uh, Resident Evil 7 level of like, pour yeah. the shit on it, you're good. Um, the automatic ambulance, an automated flying ambulance of the future. Uh, another one of my favorites this episode, the anti-dazzle visor. Standard issue for judges resistant to bright light. Why not just put like a shaded visor? Yeah, like literally is anything. It, is it not just sunglasses? Like it's, it's anti-dazzle, dude. <laughs> Don't gotta, put, if someone tries to dazzle you, that won't work. Fucking judge. nothing. You could wear sequins and shit. Yeah, immune. The judge would just walk away, stalk away, pissed off. Um, hands on his hips, staring off in the distance. Uh, I forgot to add this on here. Terrible slang, made up words. A jelly baby. Jelly baby. <laughs> is a wimp or pushover. Um, but also we have the first reference of someone being called a cat. Which is just oh, a dude. Yeah. <laughs> Very much a 70s. Cool uh, cat. You're a cat. Um, we don't have any monsters this issue. But well, world building, we got we got a handful. We have Monster Frankenstein, too. Frank, right? yeah. And it was the doctor, too. People are the, the real monsters. People, it turns out it was bad. Fucking. <laughs> 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 you no, know, it's like, I saw this meme, and it's like, it's like the, the expanding brain meme. It's yeah. Like oh, yeah. Frankenstein is the monster. Mm-hmm. Knowing that Frank Frankenstein is the doctor. Yep. Knowing that Frankenstein is the monster with the biggest brain. <laughs> yep, yep. Frankenstein is the monster. Uh, world building. Judge Dredd never smiles because that's his job. <laughs> that's so... Oh, yeah. No, that's the judge of his job. That's his job, hon. What? Like, what? Why? He's paid not to smile. And also, it's just very stressful. Like, he can't, can't smile, you know? Um, immortality is a complete reality, but outlawed and just banned. Like, it sounds like they discovered it and banned it at the same time. <laughs> it does. Well, that's how it was introduced. It's introduced, like, in the same it's sentence. Baseball, uh, <laughs> yeah, with Secret Immortality, uh, you know, Renew Organ banned. It's like, we discovered the Immortality ban. Like, what? 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 <laughs> yeah, we, uh... So, like... We cured cancer outlawed. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> wow. Okay. Just because, like, organs are being stolen and that's too dangerous to allow people to have... Organ transplants, because well, they might Or maybe overpopulation's a thing, oh. possibly. Because if everyone can live forever, you can't have any more kids, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that, if, if there's a lot, people, a lot more people living. But there's a, there's a lot of implications to that shit. Yeah. But they don't say. They mean you're meant to draw implications from it. They don't really say. They say it's banned. You can make draw your own implications. Yeah, from we that, don't right? know exactly why, but we have our own theory. Yeah. Um, a millionaire is considered a rich person. Yeah. In 2099 AD. That's true. Uh, no mention of billionaires. No. I don't think billionaires exist in this time. God, 
God, there's probably <laughs> so many people and so little currency or... Or just they couldn't imagine billions of dollars, of dollars in the 1970s. <laughs> It's like the the one the one scene from uh, Austin, Austin Powers. Powers is like oh, oh that's for a billion trillion zillion dollars. <laughs> it's like uh, for uh, a billion dollars. This is 1976. That money doesn't exist. <laughs> I loved the opposite of that scene was in the future. Uh, one million dollars. No, you, okay. Like we make hundreds of millions of we, dollars every Dr. year. Dr. Hundreds of billions every year. Some coffee. A, oh, a billion hundred billion dollars. <laughs> One hundred billion. I love it. This is the working out of the thing. Yeah, it's 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 good because oh. you know currency has changed a lot in the last fifty years. But our pay hasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Judge Dredd patrols subsector six. Yeah. This is our second mention of that. Okay, which so is interesting. That's good world building. It's not shoved down our throats, and, but we're given. And, and and that's not even like said. Honestly, I think it said earlier, but this time it was just like a little blurb in the yeah, back. Yeah, a little blurb of text, you know, on a screen. Dread, uh, Patrol Subsector Six. Yeah. So we've had two references now to the same thing. Something they haven't done much yet. I guess on cannons, we have mentioned cannons before on Judge Dredd's it, uh, Lawmaster. It makes me want more mentions of the various districts in the city. Yeah. I want to know more <laughs> of the interesting things, but less of his Italian housekeeper. And we haven't had much from her, but it's too much, honestly. I would like to know more about the interesting parts of the future and less about... This guy, like, or practical the, effects. Yeah, the old-timey monsters! Krong! Let's tell you about him! It's like, you could... We, we would like to know more about this, uh... Can we talk about, like, the, the organ harvesting? Yeah, I... No! I love... Krong. They spend so little time on the, like, we can make holograms of anything in your room, yeah. but they spend the rest of the issue on animatronic monsters from, the, yeah, from when, it, on. Is it hard light? Is it physically... Who knows? We don't fucking Who fucking know? knows? We don't We're fucking not know. Find out. Yeah. We just have fucking we have holograms, which I didn't put down for some reason in the last episode. Damn it. I'm putting that down. We got holograms. How did I forget that shit? Holograms. Yeah, like virtual dream world. Yeah. Another very cyberpunk trope. You know, people this like is true, the Matrix in, and shit like that. Yeah, people want to live in uh, uh in like virtual paradise. Yep. And that's probably what that beautiful woman was in the background who we yeah. never saw again. Yeah. So that but is... Dredd does not want that. No, he's... Dredd he's, is... No. He's very much in touch with the real... The real terrible world. Okay. Issue number... Wait, six? Six, yeah. Yes, issue six. Okay. Okay. So this was the... The... <laughs> the splash art page that I flashed you, Oh, God, I remember. It starts with Judge Dredd. So... <laughs> His favorite pose. So you can you can describe what we're looking at here. I'll read the, the text blurb if you want. It, so, to honor the men who carry out the law in Mega City One, the people have erected beside the Statue of Liberty dot 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 the Statue of Judgment. I was wondering if that was a judge. I looked back and the and the, the Statue of Liberty was there. So it's a statue. Is that the Hall of Justice? I, I I'm guessing so. This is gigantic. Yeah, it's bigger. Clearly bigger than the Statue of Liberty. It's it's a judge with that same that, pose, the famous judge pose, which is a leg spread, arms akimbo, fists on each hip, looking into the middle distance. Um, we see a really cool looking like cityscape in the background of like the skyscrapers and stuff. Statue of Liberty is on Ellis Island in the middle of the bay, right? 
Yeah. So is this like an, an, another island next door, the same island? I don't know. I don't know if this, does this look like water back here. I perhaps? guess that's, like, that's supposed to be water because I I guess. Okay. But also so now when you come to America, Mega City One, instead of seeing the Statue of Liberty, you'll give me your tour. You're poor. You're you're tired. You see, you see a judge. You see a judge. Just Don't break the law. <laughs> law. Um, it is interesting to think that like the Statue of Liberty apparently survived the Atomic Wars. Yeah, like undamaged. It looks like for the it most does. Part. It's not. It's not broken apart in any way. And they they don't. I don't think they reconstructed it. Yeah. Oh my God! They're inside of okay, it. Okay, we're gonna get to that. Oh so no! I just noticed that, the day the statue was unveiled at the top in the eye of the judge. We see like little tiny people like poking and looking out of the eye of the judge from inside the helmet. Yeah. Oh my God! Like. Just like if you didn't know this was a statue, like the little heads inside the eye, inside the mouth, a little bit unnerving. A little weird. A little Looks weird. Looks like little bugs. Go for it. <laughs> we forgot to read down oh, here. Do we? Oh yeah. Um, Wowie! What a statue from the top. The, from, the, from the top, they, they say. say you can see right across the mega city. Fantastic. <laughs> Little tiny people around his feet. I don't think that's Not a whole of justice. I think that's just like the bottom of the statue. That's okay. Yeah, like the entrance to the bottom of the statue is this giant eagle. Okay, so uh, okay, I know you. I know a little bit about the square cubed law, which says that there are gigantic things cannot really exist because as size increases uh, um, on a, on a, to the third power. Mm-hmm. Um, mass increases to um, to the fourth power. Yeah, things get insanely he- heavier and more dense. Yeah, they get heavier and more dense the bigger they are. Yeah. So, yeah, the bigger something is, it's much more dense. And I think the Statue of Liberty was already at the, like, maybe the peak? I don't know. We have, like, bigger buildings than them already. We do. Yeah. But, like, I, this thing looks like it's solid stone. I don't know. They don't, don't really know. say what the construction is. We may never know. Um... From, from up in the eye, we have someone yelling down, Great view! Hey! There's some kind of disturbance down below! How the fuck would you be able to tell? Yeah, Look like, how high like, up you We are pretty high, and we they're, they're fucking like dots to yeah. us. But they can see shit, I don't know. <laughs> so we zoom in on like, kind of like a, a pop bubble down below, and it's some guy oh, no. just decking another dude in the face... And he's saying, I don't want to say this. Your money, mister, and no jive. I don't like that. <laughs> and that's a bit too much. <laughs> and his response, I love. But I don't have any money on me. Ah! <laughs> he just takes one right on the face. He just got socked right in the face. By yeah. this. This, the, uh, their response to this is something I very much enjoy. So we turn the page, and the guys are like, a group of gangs are just like kicking the shit out He's of this guy. He's not on the ground. Look we'll around. There's three guys stomp him. Just stomping on him, and they say, "You're gonna wish you had." Don't the- say we didn't give you nothing. And so they're just gonna beat the shit out of this guy for no reason, other than the fact he didn't have any money. <laughs> they tried to rob him. He didn't have any money. So they, of course they beat the crap out of him. Yeah. And we have like a zoom in kind of of these three guys. I don't know how to describe this first guy that's, like, there. Uh, we got, like, a... He's bald. He has gigantic eyebrow ridges. Very, like, very prominent brow. Yeah, very, yeah he's got a huge, like, a Neanderthal. I would describe, like, a Neanderthal Spock behind him. Um, Is that a huge earring? Yeah, that's, a, like, a massive hoop earring. They're, like, <laughs> weird weaponry. His uh, The guy in front, his eyes definitely don't look the same direction. Oh, I, yeah. I, I can he has, he has, like... Slightly cr- off-put eyes. Uh, and he says to his butt, one of his buddies, Listen, Ringo, a siren, and I'd know it anywhere. It's Judge Dredd! 
we can deal with him. He ain't a robot. He's human. I think. Okay, so this is before the first storyline. Is this foreshadowing, do you think? They seem to be scared of robots. Um, I do mention this in our recap, but yes, this is the first time that Judge Dredd has been compared to a robot. I see. Um, but there, I do not know if it's... For, I don't think it's foreshadowing yet. Okay. Well, okay. we'll we'll get to that. I think eventually. But I think it's funny the fact that like it's a siren. Must be Judge Dredd. Yeah. Like <laughs> judges have their own like individual sirens. I would think that Judge Dredd would have like he wouldn't allow personalization, right? Like true. Yeah, he's got to be uniformed by the book, dress code. You know. Yeah. You're not one. You're many. Yeah. So I don't know how these guys assume it's Judge Dredd via just the siren. But, you know, it's the 70s. Fuck it. Whatever. Who cares? I don't think they thought about that when they were writing. (laughs) I don't think they did either. We'll find out soon. Blast them. And they just unload all their guns in the Judge Dredd, who is... Or a judge, at least. We can't really tell the judge. Yeah, that's true. But there's a judge coming in on his lawmaster, and the guy below says, Eat lead, Dredd! And they're just firing these guns at him. Pretty cool art. Yeah, I don't know how they're all missing. Yeah, they're not doing great with the shots here. (laughs) But... That's not, that's not here there. I'm nitpicking. Yeah. So you, in the bottom panel, you think you can shoot a judge, eh? As he dives from his lawmaster, diving and shooting. And we see the the diving shot managed to get somebody with a, guy falls over. Yeah, one shot, one kill. Yeah. Damn, they like shot, unloaded into him and didn't hit anything. Yeah. Um, it shows uh, from between Judge Dredge's legs, we see the one guy running in, uh, away into the uh, background, and another guy raising his hands. No more! We surrender! Fool! I'm getting out of here! I believe the guy who was called a Ringo is running towards an air taxi sign. <laughs> this There is a name for this shot, but I cannot remember it right now. The between the legs poster. The between the legs, yeah. It's a very common movie poster I see it is. all the time for like, girl, women's For hot legs. ladies who want to see the back of their calves. Yeah. That's the sexiest part of the lady. We gotta have... I might argue that. No, but you won't. But we gotta. Have, it should be like a gender neutral or like a like a male version of that between the legs shot, where it's just like the Bowie bulge right in the front, like oh God. Just on the front of the movie poster. Like, ooh, no. <laughs> the rest of the cast is like between the legs, and he's in the foreground. And they're just like just no, the like, bulge above the rest of the cast. Yeah, just just dangling over someone's head. Perfect. Um, next panel we see is the guy who was surrendering to the judge or Judge Dredd. Really hasn't identified himself as Judge Dredd yet. But oh. I, should, I assume the second he speaks will not. Uh, Please, Judge, let me go. They forced me to go along with them. <laughs> and they'd have to. And they'd have forced you to take your share of them loot, too. Don't make me sick. That's a fair point. Yeah, I mean. Like, oh, they'd have to force you to take the money you're going to rob. Yeah, right? I mean, they forced you to take, they'd take me. With, yeah, but they, were they going to force you to take your share of the profits? Nah. No, so you're going to jail, son. Or, uh, or kill you. <laughs> we see. I think two men, like, fighting. Yeah, on their I don't know who this is, but there's, like, two guys fighting way in the background. Um, and someone is pointing to... Oh, I see it now. Uh, there's a guy with the weird Star Wars helmet pointing yeah. to Judge Dredd. The leader, Ringo's grabbing an air taxi, Judge. So he's climbing up the air taxi platform. And yeah. He's, like, hitting that guy to steal an air taxi. And he, <laughs> Judge Dredd responds with... He won't escape justice. And... We see a, a floating taxi now. Uh, the air the, taxi. Yep, yeah, with the guy in the shotgun, Ringo in his shotgun. Judges, I hate them and all they stand for. As he's like shaking his fist and yeah. gun at... Yeah, he's like doing the the, the, the 1930s... But he, you notice he's shaking his fist, but he also has his gun. He, he's he not also, steering. That's, that's gotta be another... <laughs> 
That's probably another law you're breaking. <laughs> it's like so. Who, I, who holds up both arms? Yeah, one like, hand on the wheel at least. Yeah, sir. something, man. Okay, so I kind of like this. I just kind of noticed it. They're just I hate that um, all that they stand for. In the next panel, it, it's not a speech block or a speech bubble. It's the it's the sign from the judge <laughs> building that says all that they stand for. In the very next word in the next panel is justice. justice. Yep. So that's kind of clever. It's very I'll clue. give them that. You're like, oh, oh, okay, that's what they stand for, right? And we see uh, Judge Dredd. He says, uh, you'd think in the 21st century we'd wipe out crime, but guess there'll always be punks like you. And he's handing off uh, the, the... The Neanderthal brow. The, yeah, the Neanderthal brow. He looks like, like caveman Mr. Clean. Yeah, I get that. I get that. It's very, His ears stick off too far off the side yeah. of his head as well. Though. Kind of like the, the, the... What's the Mad TV kid or whatever it is? Oh, uh, Alfred E. Newman. Alfred... Wow. wow, I knew How that you know really that? quick. That's re- I don't know. <laughs> Why do you know that? That's very strange. I never would I knew that. Number two, it was right at the top of my head. Yeah, you're like, don't have to think about it. It's Alfred That's Newman. That's strange. That's very strange. I've never heard that name before. Um, he's telling to the guards, lock him up. <laughs> Judge, that guy, that guy Ringo's shooting up the city. You gotta stop him. I hear you, citizen. Right. And we see, like, it's a really cool shot. It's like a lower shot of dread. Pulling what looks like a giant rifle from his lawmaster. Yeah, we have not seen him use this gun yet. We've only seen him use his uh, the the handgun. The handgun, which I don't think we've named yet. Right. Uh, though we think it's called the Lawbringer. We're we not think sure. so. We're, I'm. You're pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, but we see in the background the, the 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 towering statue of the judge and a little tiny air taxi with little like bullets coming out from it. Oh yeah, he's like circling the, this tower, shooting at it because he's that enraged. Yeah, just just shooting. Um, and then it, it zooms out, and we have, it looks like a guy inside the eye of the judge looking out, and Judge Dredd's right there next to him. So Judge is, Dredd's already up there somehow. Yeah, he's already in the eye of the statue. Yeah, <laughs> like, immediately. Despite, he, in the last panel, he was down there, maybe it's to show that time has passed? I, I guess. It doesn't I really show uh... time passing, it's just like, we're here, alright, I'm gonna take care of it. I'm up here! Like, yeah. I'm there already. Um... So this, uh, we see like the the air taxi, which is bullets fucking ricocheting everywhere. Yeah, I do like this these 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 bullet lines, like the little tracer lines, or what are they yeah. called? Ray tracing? I forget what it is. I yeah, I just I think I've liked that effect in a lot of stuff. Um, and we have a guy saying he's looking at Judge Dredd with all these bullet, bullets whizzing around. Bullets are blazing all around the judge. How can he stay so cool? He says out loud. And Judge Judge Dredd. A judge, yeah, in a thought level, all part of my training to be calm and behave with dignity at all times. He says to us, the readers, not responding to that guy, yeah, he's because that would it. be a braggart. And judge Dredd is anything but. Remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, remember that. Okay, Judge Dredd's not a braggart. All right, okay. uh, we're putting this away right now. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Okay, so. Whoa. We have the air taxi, and it looks like Ringo is saying, Kill! Kill! As you do when you're shooting a gun. <laughs> As one does when assaulting a statue yep. of everything you hate. You know, you just, just scream the word kill. The judge, yeah, it doesn't even say Judge Dredd. It has not introduced him as Judge Dredd. It's gotta yet. be Judge Dredd. But it's like, gotta be. But he hasn't acknowledged that he's Dredd. Right. The judge took the lift to the top of the Statue of Judgment. That... Explains how he got there. Yeah, he's already been up there, though, for a panel. That's very odd. It's a weird place to put that narration, but okay. And he says, looking over as he places this rifle on the edge of the large judge's eye. Yeah, kind of like like a a sniper. Yeah, but I gotta stop this lawbreaker. 
now! And with one shot, he has shot the taxi so hard, the air cab, so hard it's exploded. Yeah, it just explodes, and this dude is just in free fall next to the Statue of Liberty now. <laughs> and we can see, actually, looking closer, the Statue of Liberty is, is has, has like some wear and tear on it. It's got yeah. some cracks and stuff on it. Also, I think it looks really weird, just from the angle that it's it's like you're looking up at it, mm-hmm. the shadows of the eyes and the nose make it look almost kind of skeletal. It does look a little skeletal. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah. It's, and it's got this frown that I don't, the Statue of Liberty... <laughs> I don't approve of. It, <laughs> it looks very skeletal. Like I, I think it probably was done on purpose. I don't know. It could not have been, but if it wasn't, that's cool too. Yeah, but it, you way. know, it's because it's the old world. The old world is dead. Yeah, this could be on purpose, and th- this could just be. I got to draw this panel really quick. We're living in we're living in the irradiated, shadowed, skeletal version of. Yeah, the, the we're living in the in the post apocalyptic shadow of our world. Uh, we have this guy. Oh um, God! Falling, and he's just like falling, and he lands on the the spikes of the crown of the Statue of Liberty. Ha! So he he In fell that... from the top of the judge statue onto the top of the Statue of Liberty on the spikes. He didn't get impale himself; he just landed across one. Yeah. And then we have the last look of Judge Dredd holding his massive rifle with smoke, just vapor trails coming out of it. And you can get the last line if you'd like. No one can take liberties with the law. And that's what we go out on. What was the point of this issue? I ha- So, this is, in my opinion, one of the worst issues that we've read so far. It's just a dude... Uh, like, yeah, a guy has gone crazy. Steals a car. Definitely has a chance to escape. Chooses not to. Chooses to shoot at everything he hates. Yeah, he was originally a mugger. And then just went straight to, I just gotta kill everything, you know, man. That's not just, even a mugger! He failed to rob <laughs> yeah, the guy! Yeah. The guy had nothing to rob! It's just like, what What was this issue about, really? Like, I don't what know. What was the point of this issue? I don't know. To, to just uh, reinforce that no one can break the law? I don't know. No um, one can take liberties with the law. It's kind of everything I don't like about <laughs> early Judge Dredd. All jam-packed into, like, ten pages. So... This issue, settings and places. We are at the Statue of Liberty, still around with only minor wear and tear, despite being from the Atomic Wars. Right. But we did notice that cool skeletal face thing it had, which might have been like a shading thing. Yeah. Just the way it was drawn. Because we saw it earlier and it looked normal. Yes. Um, and then we have the Statue of Judgment, an even larger statue of a street judge, hands on hips, erected in 2099 A.D., uh, for characters, we have Ringo, leader of a very violent gang who goes on a murder spree for whatever reason, because he couldn't get any money. Because he tried to mug one man who didn't have any money. A judge tried to stop him, and he said, I don't like being stopped when I'm doing bad things. I mean, that's my least favorite thing. <laughs> uh, items and technology of note. We have air taxis, flying taxis of the 21st century, which makes me really wonder, we've seen a lot of flying vehicles and yet, the judges use, like, grounded bikes. I know I, I have seen a flying lawbringer. Lawbringer? Law, Lawmaster. Lawmaster. I have seen it. Like, I don't know where, I don't know when, but I've seen it. Like, it has to be, eventually they have flying bikes, right? Yeah. That, that has to happen. Um, I don't think, so far in the, in the thing, we've had, you know, him, like, ramping and just blowing stuff up. But it's never left the ground yet. Because I've been keeping very close track of that, honestly. Yeah, me too. I've been waiting um, for that moment, and I have not seen it. I I will say it hasn't happened in the first entire volume. Oh, well, <laughs> um, we'll get there. Unna- we Unless have- I remember it wrong. Yeah, that's all right. 
We have an unnamed rifle used by Judge Dredd to destroy Ringo's air taxi. I don't think I meant to talk about this rifle. Yeah. I kind of like the art on it. Yeah, it's... It almost... The barrel is large. like It's almost like a shotgun. A gun that fires shot. Yeah. Um, it looks kind of like a rail rifle, almost. It does. It's, it's got a very... Blockish kind it's of. got a, Yeah, and it's got this hand uh, hand grip. Uh, almost, it almost looks like a pocket, like a shotgun, but I yeah. don't think that it doesn't have any moving parts. And also, what I really liked, though, was this... Uh, like a like a scale of some kind across yeah, the side of it. Yeah, it, it, it numbers one to seven, and he's got it set currently at four. I wonder if it's a counter to count down. I think it's probably like a power level, probably. It yeah. could be counting down ammunition, but it most likely you assume power level, like it's set to four out of seven. That's what I was thinking, too. I was thinking exactly that. Because like, judges, they're... In theory, a judge is supposed to exercise discretion and maybe not kill everyone they come across. So maybe they are allowed to use lower, uh, you know, power levels, lower impact to try and bring someone in alive. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but this is this is a four and it destroys an air taxi in one shot? What does a seven do? Seven just blow up buildings. It's, yeah, it's I was fucking, wondering that. Saitama one punches through fucking mountains and shit. <laughs> like... I don't know, and, and and I think that this gun, specifically this giant rifle he has, I don't know if it's ever used again. Oh, I, that, that's I know. Sad. Yeah, I think this might be the one-off, because it's, it's, it can blow up a fucking vehicle in a single shot. Yeah, and he keeps it on his uh, his bike. His There's going to be a lot of times, I think, Law in the master. future. Uh, a lot of times, I think, in the very near future, where you're like, well, why don't you use that rifle? And it's like, never to be seen again. <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, I also I kind of really like the way he's holding it too. Yeah, it's very. I just really like this art in particular. Yeah. Oh, what we know we it's Judge Dread. Oh, it says Dread on his chest. It, I didn't even notice. I that. I just noticed that when it's, I was looking at this panel. It's angled, but you can see on the the golden eagle symbol uh, on his badge. It's I guess it's an enlarged badge. Yeah, they it, they wear over yeah. enlarged badge. And it says Dread on it. I just noticed that. So yeah, it is Dread. It is Dread. I don't for know sure. why we could have thought it was anyone else. Um, <laughs> Well, we thought it maybe was something because I didn't say it, yeah. but uh, I like I said before, I really like the judges' design. The uniforms are really uh, like hyper militaristic. Yeah, it it very much is like what's the difference between the military and the police? There yeah. isn't one in the future. <laughs> Behave yourself. Yeah, that's basically it. We have guards, but we don't. We also have judges, which are clearly like a, a step above that. Yeah. I will say another thing that we have introduced is terrible slang made up words jive, uh, <laughs> which is unnecessary talking or complaining. I don't. That clearly is clearly a 70s issue, like term. That clearly. has a lot of racial connotations I'm not comfortable with. I did not know that jive was racially charged in any way. It's, it, it's not exactly. It's just very much used by. African Americans in in the seventies. Oh, I'm thinking of like the airplane movie. Like yeah, the, the one lady. Yeah, the, and um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and the old lady. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, like no, I speak jive, and she yeah. just comes out fluent of just yeah, this, what the heck is happening? Yeah, like, like, Cut me some slack. Don't give me that, Jack. <laughs> it's so weird. And because she was like the mother from Leave It to Beaver, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah, June Cleaver. Damn, you with the names today. I don't. So, yeah, it's I'm weird. So happy, I'm proud of you right now. <laughs> um, world building that we're given, right? Criminals can identify Judge Dredd by the siren of his lawmaster bike. Is his is his siren different for some reason, or is it just a comic and we're paying way too much attention to it? Probably the the the, but the latter. Yeah, um, we are. We got this under a microscope. Yeah, we've said this before, but 
<laughs> overall, it's a good comic. We love we, it. We, we love it. We're, we're, we are sitting here dissecting it and pulling apart the bad stuff to wave in front of you. And but we do like it overall. We're doing it out of love. Yeah, we're doing it out of love. Um, Dread is compared to a robot for the first time in this issue. That's true. This is going to be a common theme, I will say. Um, and it's happened multiple times, at least in my in my rereading of it. It's already happened multiple times. Interesting. So uh, it's interesting that that happens a lot. Um, He's a lot of robot-like qualities. We haven't seen his face as of yet. He's an unstoppable killing machine. Yep. He's very, uh, I want to say basic, but I want to use the old definition of basic. Meaning the law is black and white. Yes, he's very, um, he's very idealistic. Idealistic, yeah. A very hard line of morals. I don't want to use the new definition of basic, meaning he wears he, he boots. He gets frappuccinos. Yeah, and he and wants shit. to go to White Castle. What White Castle? Starbucks. White Castle? I, How I dare think, you? I've never been to White Castle. Oh, dude, I've been thinking about White Castle. There's one on Miller, not Miller Road. Uh, this is the one on Corona Road. It's delicious. <laughs> I love White Castle. All right. And then last but not least, judges are trained to remain calm and dignified at all times. So we're getting a little bit of like what the training process is like for judges. That's true. There must be like a judge academy. Maybe you're a, a police officer for a while and then you can go to the judge academy and become a, an elite judge. Or maybe it's just like they fucking kidnap you as a child. I, who knows? We like, don't know. Uh, like Stormtroopers. F-I-N-N. F-11-N-N. Yeah, Finn. yeah. So that wraps it up. For issue number six. Alright. Not our favorite issue so far. No. Not a lot of really interesting things going on. I mean, we didn't get nearly as much world building as, you know, transplant surgery and shit. Yeah. That was interesting. I will say this. You mentioned we don't see Judge Dredd's face. I will tell you, as a spoiler coming up for the next episode, Judge Dredd removes his helmet. Okay. And it is... It, it happens... On the panel, it is not cut away from. They don't, like, show you... It's Just the back of his head? Nope. You see they, his face full on. You, they, they, it is a portrait of him uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I want to know, because seeing Judge, Dredd, Judge Dredd's face happens... Rarely, if ever, in any in any form of media. Yeah. Except, Except the for the first Stallone movie. movie. <laughs> Stallone movie, right? But you don't sec- know how- in the second movie, in the in Dread, oh. it doesn't happen at all. It's so good. And it's 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 very much a a a, a a a classic part of his character. Oh, absolutely. You're not. To, it's very much like Master Chief in that you get everything you can get about this character without seeing his face, which is good writing Yes, to give us that much information about a character without seeing the most important part of them. One of the reasons I love V for Vendetta so much. Yeah. You never see V's face. Very, very appropriate. When it's done well, it's done well. And I think Judge Dredd does it pretty well. Um, that being said, even then, the, the part of his face we do see, like the lower half, just his mouth, it's always just a scowl. It's yeah, it's always a, scowl. a jaw-clinched scowl. But I'll say this, uh, Carl Urban did an amazing job conveying a lot of information to just the lower half of his face. I've been meaning to watch that movie again. I do so enjoy it. I saw I would, it in theaters, and I haven't seen it since. I would watch it a third or fourth I think I've seen it three times. I'd watch it a fourth time in a heartbeat. It's a great I should, movie. I should, yeah, I should go. We say on a podcast yes, about, about Judge, Judge Dredd. Dredd. We'll watch the movie again. Yeah, we like Judge Dredd. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's we talked about our origins before in that we had seen the movies and we thought we knew Judge Dredd. Fucking no, we didn't. Oh, we were mistaken. Yeah. Um, So with that, thank you guys, or if anyone listens to this, uh, for listening to the Dreadful Cyberpunk cast. 
this is what what uh, episode three now. Oh yeah, we're on episode three because we had our origins. We so had we're at, uh, one, two, three, and yep. now we're on four, five, six. Yep. So this is episode three of the dreadful cyberpunk cast. Thank you all for listening. I'm Andy and I'm PK, and we're coming to you from the the our present, which is their past, their future, though their future, our future. We are the future. We have to stop ourselves. <laughs> <laughs>